So you came on Sunday, heard a good sermon, sure Seemed like you really were learning, but that was days ago And since that time, you've watched a lot of shows Heard a lot of news, read a lot of photo captions Maybe a book or two, you got the information Welcome to the Midweek Checkup. My name is Bobby Gillis. I'm here with Lindsay Blair. This past Sunday, Pastor Jonah preached the gospel of God's grace from Genesis 2, verses 18 through 25. He said that God made humans to need him, but also to need each other. This humble, unself-centered love of God is the secret ingredient to God's design for marriage, laying down self-interest for humility. I loved how Jonah taught that uh, Bible love is prioritizing the good of the other. It's seeking their good. If you just want a fan or a cheerleader, you're being a consumer, not a Christian. Christian love points its energy to the other. Lindsay, before we recap the sermon, do you have any general thoughts? Relationships can be so hard and marriage can be painful and difficult. I like that Pastor Jonah reminded us that it isn't always a bad thing, that when it's wrapped in love, the pain and difficulty can actually transform us. I think that is such an encouraging word for all of us. Now, for anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do a quick recap. Pastor Jonah started by saying that the Bible begins and ends with a wedding. And these weddings tell us everything we need to know about God ourselves, and the gospel. When we pick up right before the first wedding in Genesis, we read something stunning. For the first time in God's creative work, he declares that something is not good, and it's the fact that man is alone. God made humans to need him, certainly, but also to need each other. This humble love of God is the secret ingredient to God's design for marriage, laying down self-interest in humility. So he makes a helper, but the Hebrew word for helper is different than we might think. It's a strong military word most often used in reference to God as the helper of his people who will defend them against their enemies. Man needed a helper in this sense, someone with strength and courage. And the other word used to describe this helper translates most literally into English as like opposite. She is the same yet different. This is what makes marriage so formative. Your spouse is not meant to satisfy your soul, but to help you become who you were meant to be and to do what you were meant to do. In seeing Eve, Adam finally sees who he is. He's found himself in her in the sense that she helps him see who he really is. And each spouse helps the other to feel seen, known, and loved. And this has been God's design from the beginning. And this is the design that God fulfills with his invitation to that second wedding. Paul writes about this in Ephesians 5. He says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And then spells out what that looks like for wives and husbands. Then Paul quotes from the Genesis marriage and says, this is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. 
Our earthly marriages point and prepare us for the wedding that is to come, made possible through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Marriage is a picture of Christ's love for his church. And one day that last wedding in the Bible will become a reality. As Revelation 19 tells us, for the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb, and his bride has prepared herself. What a day that will be. And this coming Sunday, we'll learn about the gift of friendship and community, intimate relationships marked by diversity, unity, and harmony. Join us and bring a friend.